Welcome back to Blue Skies and Green Pastures. Glad to have you listening today. Our topic is a very interesting one. It's the topic of biometrics. What is biometrics? Biometrics is using your your unique identifying um, features of your human body to... Um, as as you know as like a identification to prove who you are so we're talking about fingerprints eyes facial recognition and palm scanning those are the ones we have for now of course um i don't know if blood test would fit in there or not but these are all things that can be verified using some type of technology like a hand scanner um, and other software which is um, currently already available and many of us are already using biometrics when we use our phones unless you are like me and you had a really old phone um, you probably have a a fingerprint to unlock your phone which is really handy I admit I didn't I didn't want to use it when I first got my phone my new phone I thought oh I don't know that's gonna give Apple you know and who knows who else is gonna is gonna have my thumbprint and I really didn't want to do it but it's just so handy it's so handy and now i also use it for you know quite a few of my apps to log in without having to type in a passcode and all that and you know i'm i'm just like a lot of people i like convenient things so I assimilated this new technology even though I have reservations about it. But that was just to use my phone. Uh, there's, there are other applications that I don't feel so good about. But I'm sure other people, I'm sure eventually we are all going to be using hand scanners, facial recognition, and fingerprints on a regular basis because thanks to COVID, the digital transformation has taken, you know, leaps and bounds. It was moving along, you know, kind of slowly, but the COVID pandemic enabled that uh, to progress much faster. So now we see a huge number of people embracing digital banking apps and um, just doing everything on their phones and that all that digital uh, those digital transactions require passwords so it's not going to be long when everyone's going to be you know using a facial recognition or something on their phones to access the things that they want and that may may be a good thing or a bad thing but today I want to talk about a possible 
a possible scenario that just occurred to me, and I, I don't have any proof of this. It's just a theory, and it's something that I thought of I, when I was thinking of Revelation chapter 13, when it talks about that the mark of the beast is, is going to be on the hand and the forehead. And when I started reading about hand scanners, that just like clicked in my mind. Oh, hand scanners. And, and then I googled forehead um, biometrics and I found an article on ResearchGate where they are also looking into using forehead biometrics. So I'm no scientist. I'm not a technologist. I don't know how this would work. But I'm wondering if the mark of the beast is going to utilize all this data when the whole world has all their biometrics in the cloud, in the data system that is going to be utilized by the government, whether it's one government or multiple governments, um, you know, is there going to be some way that the beast is going to, you know, use that data to, per, to require what it says in that verse is that without it, you won't be able to buy and sell. So just imagine, okay, the Christians are going to be gone. If you believe in the rapture, all the Christians will be taken up to heaven to, to wait out the great tribulation. And down on earth, the people who were not believers when, when the rapture happened are going to be down here when the Antichrist comes. And when he comes, he's going to require people to worship the beast and um, its image. And so somehow um, the people are going to be have a mark and I'm wondering if possibly that mark has something to do with this biometrics. Just a thought. Just a thought. And there's nothing, you know, there's nothing that we can do to prevent this biometric revolution from happening. It's coming. And digital banking is coming. Most likely a cashless society will be here pretty soon. And there, you can already read articles about how few people are using cash and that even, you know, people in developing countries are using digital payment systems. And, you know, whether it's going to be a Bitcoin blockchain type digital currency like that or whether it's just going to be something else, we don't, that remains to be seen. But it's going to be controlled. I, I know there's a lot of hope that, you know, Bitcoin and something like that could, could take over the world. And we could be free from banks. But I just don't really see that happening. The, the powerful and those who hold all the money and all the banks and all that, they're not going to just give that up. So... I don't really see that system ever just disappearing, even though 
that, yeah, that would be nice. I mean, there may come a time when some of us are reduced to bartering, you know, with goods and services because we we don't have Bitcoin or we don't can't access money because of who knows what's coming. But for now, I think what we're going to do is we're just going to see more of what what has already happened, like um, payments, you know, businesses paying you out of their bank account going from their bank account directly to your bank account and then you spend that money you never see the cash they never saw the cash you spend it all digitally either with your ATM card or on an app so that you don't even need the card and you know with the biometrics the the idea is that you won't need a card anymore that your your fingerprint or your hand scan or your eye scan that would be your ATM card that would be your driver's license that would be your you know way of proving who you are in every circumstance and then you know once they know who you are then they can sign you into your account so you don't you don't need a password you don't you don't need you know it just takes out a lot of the the steps which well, sounds nice until the internet goes down or until all that data gets hacked by cyber criminals which is a rising problem so you know people yeah people are working on making it safer and you can even you can even um, there's there are even problems with the biometrics they're not a hundred percent safe and I wrote a blog about this so I hope you'll go to my blog at blueskiesandgreenpastures.com and read the article about is it are biometrics um, going to be used by the mark of the beast or something like that. I haven't posted it yet, but it'll be up when this podcast comes out. So if you go there, you can read some really interesting articles about just how um, safe the different types of biometrics are. And it turns out that the hand scan one is pretty hard to fake. But, you know, what if somebody cut your hand off and then they could use your hand? Um, you know, there have been, I guess, some cases of people stealing someone's fingerprints, like using, you know, like, I don't know, some, something stuck to the person's finger, but they say that that doesn't work very good with a hand print. Um, and another thing is, you know, what if... You, someone's trying to force you to log into your phone. What if, you know, if if you have all this stuff on your phone and you can access your bank account and all kinds of apps and websites to purchase things with all you need is your thumbprint or your fingerprint. What if someone kidnaps you or, you know, holds you at gunpoint? They're going to say, okay put your, you know, they're going to take your hand and they're going to put it on your phone and they're going to make you log in and they're going to, 
you know, do whatever they want with your accounts. So, you know, there are still some risk involved, um, which, you know, they're, they're working on it. There are so many companies that are already on this because, you know, it's, it's going to be a moneymaker for a lot of people. And, you know, and hopefully they will, you know, iron out a lot of the safety concerns as far as the cyber criminals and as far as, you know, being able to, you know, maybe think of some ways to lock your phone in case you're being held at gunpoint or I guess you can just throw it or something and try to break it, but then they might shoot you. So, and I guess in that situation, it's probably better just to go ahead and sign in and hope that your credit card uh, insurance works. So, um, what else I wanted to say about cyber, I mean, uh, biometrics, is that this is something that technology has been just kind of easing in slowly in, you know, various, you know, certain segments of society. But like I talked about in my last blog with the advanced child tax credit, in order to um, opt out of receiving those payments, if you did not have an IRS account and you, you were on the page where it says, you know, to the portal to opt out of the payments, there was no link to uh, sign up for an IRS account. There was only a link to ID me. So ID me is a biometric identification website that is used by the military. And now the IRS is wanting people to sign up for that. And that involves uh, taking a picture of your driver's license and scanning it. And um, they're going to use your facial recognition as, oh, and you have to take a selfie and a picture of your driver's license. And they're going to compare the two. And that's going to be your proof of identity. So that, that could be quite a few people. And it just kind of feels like they're kind of just sneaking this in without like, you know, did anyone ask the American public? Did anyone ask us, you know, do we want this kind of thing in our government that's supposed to be, you know, by the people, for the people, of the people? I don't remember being consulted, but, you know, I haven't been consulted on a whole lot of things, so no big surprise there. But yeah, our our lawmakers are just passing things like this that, to me, are somewhat controversial, and I know I'm not the only one who's concerned about the privacy issues and the possibility of, you know, ID me. ID me is a business. It is not the government. It's being paid by the government to collect this data on its own, on its citizens. And, but the ID me is going to have access to your data. And we have no, we have no guarantee that, that it's not going to be stolen or sold. And, you know, just like any other tech company they have a privacy policy and it's 
pretty sketchy. I read it. It's pretty sketchy privacy policy. So I, I urge you, if you're considering signing up for ID.me, that you study that privacy policy before you make your decision. But, you know, like I said, it, I feel like this is something that we really don't have a choice in. That eventually, you know, even those of us who try to hold out till the last will be forced to participate unless we basically want to be living outside of society and not be able to buy and sell. That's which is that's what made me think of the mark of the beast is that if biometrics becomes the established and only way to do business and to prove your identity, then if you don't do it, then it's just like the mark of the beast. You're not able to buy and sell unless you have a mark on your hand or on your forehead. And you know, when John wrote the book of Revelation, he was describing in words something that was very foreign to him in a vision. So it, it could very well be something like facial recognition, scanning, and that, you know, John would not have had the words for that when he wrote the book. So calling it the mark of the beast, you know, could have been like the best he could do at that time. If he were here to write that book now, I bet he would have some really interesting things to say. And he could tell us who, who is this Antichrist going to be? And, you know, but Jesus, Jesus is going to handle all that and we don't have to worry about it. As long as you believe in Jesus as your Savior. And I just urge anyone listening to this right now, if you don't know Jesus, if you don't know that you, like all people, need to have your sins forgiven and that you you are separated from God at this time until you become reconciled to him. So please don't hesitate another day. Ask God to reveal himself to you and ask him to forgive your sins. Believe that he can do it. Believe that he died on the cross for you to pay your punishment. And believe that he rose again and that he and that Jesus is seated at the right hand of God. And that he is coming back one day, maybe soon. And when he does come back, there's going to be a judgment. And all those who have been forgiven by faith in, in Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, we will not be judged based on our sins. Our sins are forgiven. But those who have not been forgiven will be judged based on their sins. And those people, the, the biggest sin of all is to reject Jesus. Because God made a way for us to be reconciled to him through his son. And if we reject his son, we are rejecting God himself. Because this was God's way. This was his way of bringing us back to him. So if we reject Jesus, we're rejecting God. So I urge you 
if you're if you're maybe you're a church member who really doesn't understand uh, what Jesus did, I, I hope that you'll go and listen to some of my podcast or someone else's podcast or just read the Bible, especially read the Bible for yourself and pray, pray every time you read the Bible, pray and ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes to the truths, the truth. Because the Word of God, which that's what we call the Bible, the Word of God is alive. It's powerful. It's supernatural. It it can change your, your status with God. It can change your life on earth and it will change you and you will live, have eternal life and with God after death. So... It's it's a very, very important um part of reality and the it's not a it's not a storybook, it's not a advice book, it's not a history book. It's a supernatural power in written word. Jesus is called the Word, and the Bible is about Jesus, even the Old Testament. So I have some podcasts about Jesus and I have a whole bunch of blogs and if you read WordPress, there's some awesome Christian authors that can help you uh, discover Jesus. So feel free to contact me if I can help with you in any way. But back to the biometrics, um, you know, whether my theory about this having to do with the mark of the beast is correct or not... The fact is that the book of Revelation does say that there will be some type of mark and that is going to differentiate those who have submitted to the beast uh, system and have worshipped the beast. The people who have that mark will not be allowed into the kingdom of heaven. So you do not want that mark. Now, I don't think that the biometrics are the mark because we all have fingerprints and handprints. But I'm wondering if somehow that data is going to be altered by the devil, the Antichrist, um, during the time of the tribulation or something like that so that when people's you know, data is accessed, say you're trying to buy something... When they access your data, if you don't have some type of special mark, um, you you will be found out. And they'll be like, oh, this one didn't mark, this one is not marked. Kill him. Because that's what it says, that those who don't have the mark will be killed. So, whether I'm right or wrong, you don't want that mark, whatever mark, whatever it's going to be. Um... I think there was a a theory that was pretty popular for a while that it was going to be some kind of embedded chip. And some people thought it was the COVID vaccine. And some people think it's going to be some other type of vaccine or something. But I don't know why. I just, I really think it has something to do with this biometrics. But, you know, other people were just as convinced that it was an embedded chip. So I... I could just as easily be as, you know, wrong, and they could be right. 
and it could be, we could all be wrong. It could be a literal, like, mark. It could be like a, a red, you know, dragon that appears on someone's forehead or on their hand. Who knows? Thankfully, those of us who have put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ will not have to worry about that mark. So, how about you? Are you willing and ready to embrace every type of new technology? Sign me up for that hand scanner so I never have to take my credit cards. And the first person in line to get the newest iPhone that has all kinds of, you know, facial recognition software and who knows what else. Is that you or are you more like me, the person who is suspicious of these things and wondering, okay, what's the real purpose? Where is this leading? Because I've read the books, I've seen the movies, and I just, I maybe I'm just, you know, too too sci-fi oriented, but I'm definitely not, uh, I'm not a very trusting person when it comes to uh, things like this. So, I hope you found this interesting, and um, I hope you'll listen to my other podcast and uh, share them with your friends, and, and most importantly, accept Jesus as your Savior if you have not already. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.